Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International.
feel the strength of my Oh, I don't need to feel nobody, no, 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 Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor there's no need to be afraid. Tell your neighbor there's no need to be afraid. Because this morning there is a preacher in the house. This preacher is clad in purple. He's ready to preach to you. Stand to your feet. Let's welcome it's my pastor and your pastor, the bishop, Eddie Faven. Oh, every praise is to our God. Every praise is to our God. We're so excited to be here on this purple Sunday. Hallelujah. Oh, I thought you would put your hands together. I believe that your life will not be the same again. Bible says in Numbers 4.13, it says that he will take out the ashes and he will cover you with a purple cloth. So I believe that today, whatever ashes you came to church with, God is going to take it away and cover you with a purple cloth. Amen. So it's very important. Now, uh, this week, we want to get into our anti-Brutish campaign. (laughs) Anti-Brutish means that people who are fighting against not seeking for God and all that. So we want to have a week of prayer and fasting. Hallelujah. Amen. So, we are following Zechariah chapter 8 verse 19, which gives us three different types of fasts that we can fast in a year. The fourth month, the fifth month, the seventh month, and the tenth month. So, after this month, next month there will be another fast again. (laughs) It's a good... 
You know, and the Bible says, it shall be to you joy and gladness and cheerful feasts. Hallelujah. So, I believe that something is about to come into your life. Joy and gladness. So, let's all be a part of it. It's going to start tomorrow. Tomorrow, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we'll be meeting here to pray in the evening from 5 to 8. Come, let's pray. And then Friday, we will have the You May Scream all night prayer meeting hallelujah so everybody come let's pray let's look for god bible says that so long as kinuzea sought god god made him to prosper second chronicles 26 5 so we will look for god and we will prosper amen and then uh, on sunday we will have our gathering service in the evening oh you are not excited about it all our branches will be coming. I believe it's going to be a great time. Amen. Well, we want to take our memory verse for today. Um, today's memory verse is one of the Inele Koko, Romans chapter 8, verse 6. Hallelujah. Okay, can we take it together? Ready, go. Romans chapter 8, verse 6. For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Romans chapter 8 verse 6. Can we take it again? Romans chapter 8 verse 6. For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Romans chapter 8 verse 6. I don't think we should take it for a third time. Yeah, this one is a must know. Okay, so let's take it together. Take it off the screen. Ready, go. Romans chapter 8, verse 6. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Romans chapter 8, verse 6. Amen. Father, we want to thank you so much for this beautiful purple Sunday morning. We thank you, O oh God, that you are removing the ashes from our lives. And you are covering us with a purple cloth. I pray for anyone who came here, O oh God, feeling down, having ashes. O oh God, Father, we pray that the ashes will be taken away. Cover us with a purple cloth. May we live here rejoicing. May we live here, O oh God, with your presence with us. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, this morning I want to um, share with you about seven relationships that you must develop with your pastor or your prophet. <laughs> Amen. Now, I think about two weeks ago, we started talking about reasons why you need to be permanent in the church. How many remember? How many don't remember? Okay. And how many were not here? Okay. Some were not here. Okay. We, we started talking about um, why we need to be permanent in the church. We read from, I think, John chapter 6 and verse 62. Uh, onwards, where the Bible says that Jesus was with the disciples or the people who were with him. And um, is it 62 or 72? I don't know. 
Bible says that, yeah, 66, from that time, many of the disciples went back, okay, and they walked with him no more. And he asked, it was left with just the 12. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes people come and then when the things are a bit distant, they just leave. The 12 will be around. May you be part of the 12. And the Bible says, he asked the 12, are you also going to leave? And they said, oh, no. We, 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 we are with you. We don't have anywhere to go. And who else has the words of life but you? You see, so they, they understood something that their very existence and their very blessing in life was connected to this man of God. And so they said, where, where else can we go? If we go somewhere else, we may die. But you are the one that God has given to us. You have the words of life. You have the words of life. If we stay with you, we will be blessed. As we keep hearing you, our lives will be blessed. Hallelujah. So, um, we said that, I think I gave our five reasons that you will receive what? Consistent pastoral feeding, isn't it? You'll be fed consistently. And also we said that you will be uh, you receive consistent, uh, what else? You people, you have forgotten. Pastoral care and what? Oversight. And then the second thing was what? You'll be taught the word, or what was it? What did we say? Come again. Yes, the first one is feed, or the first one is oversight. And then the second one is feeding. Then the third one is what? Because we are part of a family. And then the fourth one, we said, well, you are part of a building. Okay? And then we said, you are part of a garden. Okay? So, uh, that's how God describes us. You cannot just live. You have to be around. Now, people don't receive the maximum benefit that they must have in the church because... They, 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 they don't understand what God has done by giving you a pastor or giving you a prophet over you. Am, am I saying something to somebody at all? You see, and because of that relationship, whatever the person says and whatever the person does will come to pass in your life. In Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 7, um, the Bible says that for the earth which drinketh in the rain that cometh up upon it and bringeth forth herbs, meet for them by whom it is dressed, receive a blessing from God. And verse 8 says that, but that which beareth thorns and briars is rejected and is now unto cursing, whose end is to be bent. So he's talking about somebody who has a certain relationship. You know, because of where you are, you will receive a blessing. On the other hand, too, if you don't relate very well, a curse is what will come to you. Mercy. May we not receive a curse in our lives. So, what I want to do today is to share with you the kind of relationship you must develop with your pastor or the prophet God has given to you. And for us in this church, God has given us Bishop Dag Heward Mills as the prophet of the church. Hallelujah. As the pastor. So we are so blessed. 
And we need to develop the right relationship with him. You see, because if God has anything for you, he will not pass it through anybody. He will pass it through the prophet or the angel he has put over you. And I think the other day I was sharing with you that when you read Revelation chapter 2, chapter 3, Jesus was writing to the seven churches. And every church he addressed to the angel of the church in Laodicea, to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, to the angel of the church in Sardis, to the angel of the church in where? Thyatira. So all these churches... God wrote to the churches, but he wrote through the angel of the church. So, if God has a message for you, my sister, what's your name again? Kukua. God will not pass it through anybody who will pass it through the angel of the church. So, he will write the letter, Kukua, care of Bishop Dag Heward Mills. Yes. The Kodesh Family Church. Accra. The Kodesh, Accra. Then it will come to you. So you better connect in a way. You must be connected. Otherwise, you will miss every blessing that must come to you. But I declare that nobody in the QFC will miss the blessing that God has for you. In the name of Jesus. So quickly, I want to run through the kind of relationship you must have that will be a blessing to you. Number one, you must know who your pastor is. (laughs) If you are in this church and you don't know who the pastor of this church is, then I think there's something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think that he's a certain, uh, certain man. But I don't know. You have to know him. You have to know everything about him. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 12. Look at it. It says that, And we beseech you, brethren, to do what? To do what? To know them which labor among you and over you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you. So, God is expecting that the person who is over you, who is watching over you, you must know the person. Ask the next person, do you know who the pastor of this church is? Or the prophet of this church. What did they say? Ask for the name of the person. At least. (laughs) Amen. You see, you must know him. In John, John chapter 10. um, In verse 1. John 10. He said, I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door of the sheepfold uh, is a thief. Yes. But he says that, verse 2, he says, but he that entered in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. 
Then he said, verse 3, he says that to him the porter opened it. And the sheep hear his voice. And he called his own sheep by name. And he leaded them out. Yeah. Verse 4. He says that. And when he put forth his own sheep, he goeth before them. And the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. So, this person we are talking about. We must know who this person that God has given to us is. We must know his voice. We must hear his voice all the time. Because your blessing is in his voice. Whatever direction you need for your life is in his voice. And that is why we keep saying that we must connect to the podcast. He is not here all the time with us. And I tell you, the church is very big. Over 3,000 churches. He cannot be, he is not the Holy Ghost. He cannot be everywhere at the same time. No. That is why we even have programs like Good Friday service. Sometimes also there's um, uh, healing service, what do you call it? Um, uh, Healing Jesus service. And sometimes he comes to be here with us. But he cannot be everywhere. People in America are looking for him. People in uh, Europe are looking for him. Botswana, looking for him. Australia, looking for him. We here too, we are looking for him. So when we have programs like camps, uh, Good Friday and all that, that is the time that we also get to meet with him and flow with him. But the truth of the matter is that he is the pastor of this church and he is the one whose voice you must know. Oh, And I was saying the other time that the honors lies on you and I to look for the voice and know this voice. Get to know him. Who is he? Apart from the fact that he is the pastor of the church, what else does he do? What is he involved in? Yeah, a lot of people don't know. But what you don't know is that he is also an evangelist. Who goes to different nations and in the coming few weeks, he's going to be in where? Botswana, Mozambique, and another place. I hear two of the countries have been taken out. So. Okay. Malawi, Mozambique. He's going to be there ministering and preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ to the nations over there. Hallelujah. Yeah. And that is why we must be connected to him and know what he's doing. You see, because we need to also learn from him as we watch him. So it's very important, the podcast, for those of us who don't know what the podcast is, it is an app. An app is what? (laughs) An application. (laughs) Something that you can have on your phone that makes all the messages that he preaches anywhere he goes to will come to your phone automatically. Wow. So you don't need to worry yourself. Just pick your phone in the morning. Check what has come. Oh, my pastor has preached somewhere in Botswana. The message is on my phone. That's it. I'm, 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 I'm listening. I'm hearing. And I'm hearing his voice. And I'm blessed. And every time when I listen to him, I hear something that changes my life. That transforms my life. It makes me a better person. Amen. So you must also tune in. Now we have the YouTube that you can also subscribe. It's been made very easy. So you watch the video also. 
Some of you ask, what is YouTube? <laughs> Father, please help your people. Listen, QFC, we are going to be very, uh, what is the word? What? Current. High tech. That's the word I was looking for. We are going to be very high tech. Hey, you cannot be wearing purple and you are not high tech. Everybody is going to have a mobile phone, a smartphone, not a yam. Receive a smartphone and an iPad, iPad mini, and smart TV. Hey, we are a rich church. We are jolly, plump, rich church. It's going to be your portion in the name of Jesus Christ. If you don't want to be rich, don't come to the church because from, we'll be speaking blessings and riches over you. Receive a brand new smartphone and a tablet, iPad mini or iPad whatever or something pad. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Samsung Galaxy. So you can hear your pastor every day, every day. Oh, do you like such things? Me, I like such things. Hallelujah. Amen. So, let's get it. And then not just that, but also the books. Through the books. And very soon, we're going to launch some new books. Hey, Charlie. Eight new books are out. Eight. Very powerful. Yeah. Yesterday, I saw one on Amazon. The beauty, the beast, and the pastor. Hey! too powerful. So, we need to get it. And uh, we'll be blessed. Number two, because our time is almost up. You must see your pastor in the right way. I should preach it, you see. Because sometimes, the way we see our pastor, it affects your relationship with the pastor. Yeah. So, in that verse again, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 12, 13. 12 says that you must know him and all that. But 13 says that, and to esteem them very highly in love. You must see him as somebody very high up there that God has blessed you with. No. Otherwise, you become familiar. And you see him as just, oh, Somebody who, oh, oh, this one is nothing. But Bible says that esteem them very highly. 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 He is our prophet. That God has given to us. A prophet who God has given to be a blessing in our lives. How do you see him? You can see him as just some, uh, somebody who is building. A builder. Or you can see him as a white man. An administrator. Or you can see him as what? A sanewawa. A leader. A motivational speaker. But you see, you must see him in the right way. That is the only way you can receive the blessing that God has for you. He is a prophet. I said, he is our prophet that God has given to us. 
Through him, God is going to bless us and take us to a higher level. Yeah. So the way you see the person affects. And see, when you look in the Bible, you see that different times, even Jesus, he had to ask the disciples, who do men say that I am? Oh, some say you are this. And definitely, a lot of people have, even our bishop, people have, the other day I was asking somebody at Joy FM that, why do you people always put his things on? So, oh, we like the way when he speaks, uh, it, it, it generates something, something. I don't know what the guy was saying. So we like him, we like him. So to him, he is somebody who speaks to generate something. But Jesus said to the disciples, but who do you say? That I am. Because that's the most important thing. At the end of the day, people will say a whole lot of things. He is this, he is that. But who do you say that he is? Who is he in your life? What is he able to do in your life? He is the prophet God has given to us. He is the one through whom God is going to lift us high and be a blessing. So whatever he says to us, we know that God is speaking through him to us. To take us to it. So when he said that we are now QFC, Kodesh Family Church, and Jolly Plum, and our color is purple, we say, yes, sir, sir. We, and we shall not be few. We receive it and we say, this one is a very powerful thing. Oh, I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. But I believe that the QFC is going to be a mega church that God has given to us. If you believe it, give the Lord a shout of rain. <laughs> Hebrews 13 verse 17, the Bible says that obey them that have the rule over you. And submit yourselves. For they watch for your souls, isn't it? As they that must give account that they may do so with joy, not with grief. Hebrews 13 <laughs> verse 17 so you need to also understand that they must give an account give an account may your pastor not give an account of, of you in a very sad way some of you when your zona pastor is talking about you it, it's not a good thing you wouldn't want to hear no mean shit so this member some way. Oh, but that shall not be your story. In QLC, we shall report about you with joy. In the name of Jesus. You see, and some of you also, the way you see your pastor, you see your pastor as somebody who doesn't speak good things to you. <laughs> this type of people who are always telling us things that it's not what we like to hear. <laughs> and it's the reason why sometimes people leave the church because the message they want to hear, that is not what is being preached. But you see, we are not given to watch over you to preach what you want to hear, but to preach what God wants you to hear. I know why you're not clapping because the message, you don't like it. One man left the church because they were preaching always about fornication. 
He said, Pastor, if you are preaching, preach. Every day, fornication, fornication, if you are preaching, preach. But that's the preaching. <laughs> Tell the next person, that's the preaching. <laughs> One day, the Bible says that a certain king, King Jehoshaphat, he joined with another king, the king of Israel, who were going to fight. And as they were going to fight, he said that, let's hear what the prophets have to say. <laughs> Second Chronicles chapter 18. So they called these about 40 prophets. And when they came, they wanted to please the king. So everybody was saying something, oh king, not a problem, this battle is yours. You are in a comfortable lead. Yeah. Even these elections, I hear some people were called to go and prophesy to the president, and they said, Oh, you are in a comfortable lead. No, Ababa said. And all these 40 prophets were saying that, Oh, King, you are in a comfortable lead. Agbena. It is finished. So, when King Jehoshaphat heard the thing, it was too nice. How come everything they are saying is always in my favor? When you are always hearing things in your favor and all that, you should not be happy. Yeah, every time where you are, they are always saying good thing, good thing. You are always good, good, good. Nobody is always good though. Never have anything to say about you. The guy said, no. Is there another prophet? That we can call. They say, Oh, there's another prophet. But that prophet, <laughs> I, 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 he never says anything to me that is uh, this thing. So he said, But you, let's call him. The person they sent to go and call him, when the person went, he told him that, Brother, you know what? <laughs> what is happening is that everybody is speaking good to the king. Don't go and say anything to spoil you. We know you. When you come, you start preaching and then you are saying a whole lot of things. So, please, stick to the... (laughs) Well, so the guy said, okay, I've heard. If that's what you want. I, I don't think that you want us to be pastors who will just tell you. You see, that's why I love Bishop Daggyward Mills. Oh, he will not be under any pressure to say something to make you happy. Yeah. One day I heard him, he went to some church, he was preaching there. As he was preaching, he said, Listen, if you don't like the church, go out. I said, Hey, somebody's church. (laughs) But that's him. He will say it. He said, if you don't want to be here, go. We want the people who want to be here. Who like us? Anyway, this prophet, when they told him, it's called Prophet Makaya. He said, okay. He went to the king. When he arrived there, the king said, yes, prophet, what do you have to say? He said, oh, Ugbami, Agbina. King, you are in a comfortable lead. Afa. And the king said, you see, this guy, tell me the truth. What are you telling me? "Ah, When we tell you the truth, you say, yeah, we are not. When you don't tell you the truth, they say we should tell you the truth. 
Then the king said, the prophet said, okay, you want the truth. I'll tell you the truth. <laughs> the truth is that, Charlene. <laughs> you are not in a comfortable lead at all. Hey, this battle, you are going to die. Hey. When the guy heard it, he said, ah, you see, I told you. This guy never says any good thing. You see some people, they are going to be in a relationship. They will bring the lady. They want you to endorse the lady. They want you to look at the lady and say, this one is fine. If I or no fine. If I or no fine. <laughs> Meanwhile, they have at the back of their mind that if I. So, the pastor must say if I. But we, too, we can see that this lady is no fine. This marriage, when you enter in, it will be a problem for you. But you see how the people are looking at you. Eh, hey, pastor, so what do you say? Pastor, what do you say? Ah, what do I say? You have gone to take the lady already. You want me now to say something? That's all, you fine. After you have gone to propose and you have taken the lady, I should say that you know fine. Then later you come and say that I said you know fine. That's what this guy said. He said, tell me the truth. No, so the truth is that. The lady, you know fine. This battle, you will die. So, ah, you see. See, this pastor doesn't like me. Don't have that kind of relationship with your pastor. Don't have that kind of relationship with your prophet. Because the prophet is supposed to speak the mind of God. And tell you exactly what God wants you to hear. Hmm. Let me just finish. Number three. Don't see your pastor or your prophet as your enemy. Yeah. It's the way you should see him. And the word of the Lord came to Elijah the Tishbite. First Kings chapter 21. From verse 17. Arise, go and meet King Ahab of Israel, which is in Samaria. Behold, he is in the vineyard of Naboth, whither he is gone down to possess it. And thou shalt speak unto him, saying, Thus here the Lord, hast thou killed and also taken, uh, what? Possession. Is that it? Possession. And thou shalt speak unto him, saying, Thus here the Lord, in the place where the dogs lick the blood of Naboth, shall dogs lick your blood, even thine. Verse 20. Look at it. And Ahab said to Elijah, Hast thou found me, O my enemy? And he answered, I have found you. <laughs> because you have sold yourself to work evil in the sight of God. You can see your pastor or your prophet as your enemy. Yeah, on Pemasem. He doesn't like me. Even the preaching is preaching every time he's mentioning my name. <laughs> By the way, since I started preaching, have I mentioned anybody's name? The only lady's name I mentioned is this lady, but even she, she gave me her name to mention. But you see, sometimes, see, the way the message is going, you are at the place where the message is hitting you direct. And we walk. So you say, Pastor doesn't like me at all. He's my enemy. And if the person has maybe one time come to see the pastor before and has shared one or two things with ah, the last time, the thing I said, that's what, why should I use you to prepare my sermon? 
You have become my Holy Ghost. We don't have that time. But sometimes, you see, like I said, when God wants to speak to you, he will speak through the pastor. So the message that is coming is your letter. Instead of reading the letter and say, wow, God has written a letter to me. This one is my message. I need to make the change and walk and do the right thing. You are saying the pastor is your enemy. He's not your enemy. How can we be your enemy? When God says, I will give you pastors after my own heart, we shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. It's not your enemy. Your pastor, tell the next person, your pastor is not your enemy. He said, have you found me, oh, my enemy? If you are being disloyal in the church, and we are preaching stages of disloyalty, by, by all means, the thing will hit you. We are talking about independent stage. We are talking about offense. We are talking about what? Passivity. We are talking about what? Critical. We are talking about what? Political. We are talking about deception. Open rebellion. Execution. The word will be coming direct at you. The way it is. Yeah. This guy will say, you have found me, oh my enemy. Because you are going to take somebody's vineyard. Which is an evil thing you are doing. So the Lord has sent me to come and tell you that the person's vineyard you have taken is not a good thing. Don't take it. I'm going to take somebody's wife. When we are preaching, say, Pastor, if you are preaching, preach. But, but, but as you are taking somebody's wife, is that not the message as to preach to you that don't take the person's wife? Church is quiet. I don't know why. You are taking somebody's beloved. It is not correct. And Pastor, you are my enemy. How can I be your enemy? I'm giving you the truth, only that the truth is very hard. Yeah. And you say that this church, we don't like you. Every day, loyalty. Every day, loyalty and disloyalty. Every day, disloyalty and loyalty. What, what kind of church? Don't you have any message to preach? <laughs> we have a lot of messages to preach, oh. But it's because you are being disloyal. It looks like the only message we are preaching is that one. That's what you are hearing. And the truth of the matter is that you will hear it all the time. When we come for church service, Sunday you will hear it. Tuesday you will hear it. When we go for camp meeting, you will hear it. If you leave the church, you go to another church, you will hear it. So you say, they are my enemies. We are not your enemies. So we love you. 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 <laughs> hey. As an expert, have you ever felt that the pastor doesn't like you before? Yeah, sometimes it happens because I said this message, you know, they are preaching against me. <laughs> Let me give you one more because my time is up. No matter what, four. Develop a long-standing pastoral relationship with your pastor. Yeah, long-standing. In other words, become like a son or a daughter. Are you getting it? Yeah. Paul said of Timothy, he said that, Philippians chapter 2, verse 19, he said, I trust the Lord to send Timothy to you shortly, that I may be of good comfort when I know your state, for I have no man like-minded who will naturally care for your state, for all men seek their own. He said, but you know the proof of him. That like a son 
with the Father he has served with me in the gospel. He has become like a son or a father, a, a, a daughter. You are there for a long time. And, and that brings to mind the story of the Shunammite woman. There's a woman in the Bible, uh, when you read Second Kings chapter 4. Is it chapter 4? Yes. From verse 8 onwards. It talks about this woman of Shunem who um, had this prophet Elisha always passing by her house. You know, and one day she said to her husband, this prophet who has been passing by, he said, behold, I perceive that this is a holy man of God. You see, that's the way you see the person. How do you see the person? It will affect the way you relate with the person. So he said, I perceive, it's a perception you must have. I perceive that this is a holy man of God which is passing by us every day. As we see him walking around, we are hearing him on the podcast and all that. This is a very powerful anointed man of God. We need to know how to relate with him. See, the Bible, this one woman who was talked about who honored a prophet. And the Bible says that when she said, they said, let us make a little chamber for him so that when he comes, he can come and be there. And be refreshed and all that. You see, one of the things you must learn to be is to be hospitable. Because some of you, you are not hospitable at all. That is why your miracle will not come to you. But open up, learn to accept people, receive people in your home, in your life. One day I went to visit somebody, a brother. He had this cantankerous wife. When she saw us coming, she stood at the door. And she put her hand on the door and said, yes, yes, yes. So we are looking for your husband. He's not here. And that was the last time we went there. We couldn't go there again. Yeah. This barrier there, how can we come again? We left. But that's where you miss your miracle. But the Bible says that this woman, she told her husband, and the Bible says, and they constrain the man of God to come. Listen, sometimes it may not be easy if you want to be a blessing to a man of God. You want to give him something and all that. It may easily not, be, but you have to find a way. I'm going to force your way to be a blessing to the man of God. The Bible says, she constrained him. Please, we beg you, come and be in our house. Hey, Wow. It is an opportunity of a lifetime. When she saw it, she saw that this one is an opportunity to be a blessing. When you have a long-standing relationship with the man of God, there will be time, there will be opportunities to be a blessing. To be the, to the person. And the Bible says that when they constrained him, he came. And he came to be with them in the house. It was when the man realized that, ah, this person deserves a blessing. Your blessing has not come to you because you haven't also related in a certain way with the man of God. When he saw it, he asked his servant, Gehazi, he said, find out what does this woman need? What does she need? What does she need? And the guy said, oh, me too. Since I came to this house, I haven't heard the crying of a baby. I think they need a baby. You see, a good pastor is one who is concerned about what you need. Yeah. 
He's always asking, what does he need? What does he need? What does he need? Then he called the woman. What do you want me to do for you? Hey, Charlie. God is about to bless somebody to the prophet that he has given to you. Yeah. As the woman has also had this nice relationship with the prophet, there is something that is going to come out from the prophet to be a blessing. Oh, yeah. Next month, our prophet Bishop Dag will be celebrating his birthday. Hallelujah. It's an opportunity to receive a blessing too. It's an opportunity. Oh, Bishop Oko, I love that. Constrain him. Do anything to also connect to the blessing. And the Bible says that when, when the, the man says, oh, I'm among my people, I don't need anything. So, but I know that you don't have a child. And the woman too at that age also, it's not easy. All the eggs have become some way. Husband too was old. So the combination was no good. The egg, no approach. Low battery for the man. Rotten egg for the woman. It's not a good thing. You will need a prophetic input. Somebody is about to receive a prophetic input into your life. In this season, I see the Lord bringing a prophet to bring something into your life. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Then the prophet looked at the woman and he said to the woman, next year by this time. Next year by this time. Next year by this time. I'm prophesying to somebody that next year by this time, your situation would have turned around. Next year by this time, your situation would have changed. Next week Sunday by this time, your story will be different. Oh, I'm prophesying with my eyes open that God is about to change your story. He said to the woman, next year about this time, about this time, you will embrace a baby. You will embrace your miracle. You will embrace your blessing. You will embrace your breakthrough. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. A long-term relationship. If she hadn't done that, she wouldn't have received when we came to the church, me have been around two months, three months, nothing is happening. I am going to another church. You see, what you don't know is that it takes a long time being around and then the things begin to happen. Woman was just being nice to this man of God. flowing blood. Then one day the man of God said, hey, next year by this time. I hear a next year by this time for somebody. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Next week by this time. When he said it, the woman said, man of God, please don't lie to me. Because sometimes you feel that the man of God, a lot of people say things, it's not true. And also looking at her age and her husband, it doesn't look like, say, say, I'm not lying to you. And the Bible says exactly a year, a year, a year. And the woman conceived and bare a son at that season. That the prophet said to her, listen, it's going to come to pass. When we were at the independence, there were some prophecies that were being spoken over us. I believe that every one of them is going to come to pass. If I were you, I would take that prayer and pray it. In fact, what's the play and pray? (laughs) Pray and play. Play and pray. 
let it be speaking over you and receive it receive it receive it receive it receive it that's your prophet speaking blessings over you one brother he took it he and his wife they were believing god for a child and anytime they are about to perform now then he will start the work he will start the work he will start the work then as he's working, he said, I receive it. He's working. I receive it. He's working. I receive it. it hey! Exactly a year after that, he came to the Independence Square with his baby. Give the Lord a shout. Somebody, your own miracle is coming to you. I don't know who I'm speaking to, but there's going to be an opportunity to be a blessing to the man of God. Don't lose God. Make sure you take hold of the opportunity and do what you have to do. I tell you, as you do, God is going to bless you and God is going to give you a miracle. Stand to your feet. Put your hands together. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Lift up your hand and commit yourself to God. Pray that you will know how to relate with the prophet that God has given to you. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. Tell the Lord, please help me. Let me know how to relate to the prophet you have given to me. Let me know how to relate to the pastor you have given to me. In the name of Jesus. 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 Lord help us. Lord help us. Lord help us to know how to relate with the prophet, the pastors, the pastor you are giving to us, O oh God, that we can receive the blessing and the miracle that we must have. Oh yes, may we see him in the right way. May we esteem him highly. Oh Lord, yes. May we know him. May we know who he is in our lives. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, may we not see him as an enemy. But may we see him as one. Who, Lord, you are giving to us. In the name of Jesus. Oh, may we honor him. May we have a long-term relationship. In the name of Jesus. Oh yes, what you may not know is that this woman, even after that, she kept the relationship with the prophet. Even later when her child died, the child was raised from the dead by the same prophet. Yeah, yeah. May we maintain that relationship. In Jesus' name. Today, every head bowed, all eyes closed. Maybe you are here. You are not born again. You don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior. God wants to give you somebody over your life who will watch over you. As you surrender your heart to Jesus, he wants to give you a pastor, a prophet, who will bring you to the place where he wants you to be. Today, with every head bowed, with all eyes closed, you want to say, Pastor, I want to surrender my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. I want to be part of the church. Today, if you are here like that, you want to surrender your life to Jesus wherever you are, lift up your right hand. And we're going to pray with you. God bless you. I see your hand at the back there. Today is the day 
to surrender your life to Jesus. God bless you. Let it go up above your head. God bless you. God bless you. You want to surrender your life to Jesus? You want to be born again? God bless you. I see your hand. Let it go up. God bless you. Don't put your hand down. Let it go up. God bless you. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, please do one more thing for me. Please come to me in front here. Come. Come all the way. Love for them as they come. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Oh, keep clapping, keep clapping, keep clapping. Come from the back. Come. Come to Jesus. Come, my brother. Let him have his way. Let him have his way. Is that lady coming? Has somebody help her to come? Hallelujah. Put your hands together for Jesus. Wow. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. Those of you in front, I want you to lift up your two hands. If you are coming, be praying as you come. And we're going to pray. Lift up your two hands. It's a sign of surrender. And I want you to pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, this morning, I thank you for shedding your blood to wash away my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life from today. I will serve you. I will follow you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. 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 God bless you. God bless you so much. See our pastor waving his hand there. He's going to talk to you for two minutes. Then you come back. Join us, okay? He'll give you a book by the prophet of this church. Clap for them as they go. Amen. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444. That's 030-7010-444. God richly bless you.